Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. Okay, so this episode, we've actually been talking about this episode now for a while, and we did something similar when we talked about uh, dating on social media and social media, because I do think, you know, as much as we want to be like, oh, Instagram, it's so petty, who cares? Like, why do you even care? Honestly, a lot of people are dating on Instagram now. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk about the concept of micro-cheating. And this is kind of a new concept that's come out in the last couple of years and really just more recently, especially with how many people are now dating on social media. And where are the lines between um, some of the stuff that we see on social media and being in a committed relationship? What's okay? What's not okay? Yeah. Uh, liking other people's photos, appearing single on social media, uh, not including your significant other on social media. Like this is kind of a nuanced conversation and I kind of hate that we have to have it. But at the same time, I think that this is... Uh, even if it's not the person isn't like actually cheating, there's something there that I feel like deserves talking about. So micro cheating would not be, you know, actual like dick and vagina cheating or dick and asshole or, (laughs) or what, I I don't know, sexual touch, physical. Yeah. Physical touch actually like consummating the relationship, I guess it would be more, um, just about, um, things that might just have things that make you go hmm things that make you go hmm yeah like uh i'm in a group called the unwed and it, there somebody posted about uh like i should you shouldn't date people well they kind of asked the question of like if you're dating somebody it should your partner be liking other girls instagram pictures or messaging them and then i think we can decide like what what is the hmm? like is sending a message flirting is text you know tapping hearts on like pictures of girls in a bikini. Like I know that kind of stuff would bother me when I was married. And there was, <laughs> there was one time I actually logged into Nate's account and uh, unfollowed some girls he was following. So like he didn't realize that they, he stopped seeing them, but I was like, I don't need him to see these bitches anymore. <laughs> yep. You know, but yeah. So I wanted to talk about that. Like, I think it's a great, it's a great conversation because, because maybe it's not cheating but could it lead to the real thing? And what point do you stop it? What point is it okay? Like, cause you can obviously see yourself having an argument with a partner going, well, I didn't do anything. I didn't mean anything. And maybe they didn't, but it could be a slippery slope. Cheating never starts off with, I mean, someone thinking never, they're going to cheat. It, yeah. I don't think my ex started off thinking it was going to end up the way that it ended up. And it could have started with a very innocent conversation, a very innocent DM and turns into another message and another message. And so where do you draw the line? Like, do you just not have any guy friends online? Like how, you know, what yeah. do you do? Yeah. I mean, so I guess we can talk just about more, some of the superficial stuff. I'm not superficial, but just like out in the open stuff, right? So like we can see if someone we're dating is liking photos. Like they're not trying to hide that. Like they're doing it. And, you know, you could go to the person's profile if you have, um, you know, feeling about something. And women, we're pretty intuitive and not to say things happening there, but it just depends on also who, what type of person are you dating? So I know for you and I, 
as people who have online personal brands, like I'm constantly liking photos, not necessarily because I want to have sex with the person or even because I'm interested romantically. It's just like, that's a friend or that's a peer or, you know, so for me and you, I, I'm, I definitely am liking shirtless photos of men on my social media feed, but it's not because I'm like, hopefully they'll think I'm hot and like, we'll have a DM conversation and we'll end up having sex. Like it ends up just being like, Oh, they're my peer. I want to support them. I like them as a person. This is a cool post. They might even be in a relationship themselves. So you have to kind of know what the intention is. So if you're dating someone who is an influencer, like I think that's a little bit of a different ball game. Um, You know, but if you're dating someone who maybe isn't that way, I know at least for the person I'm dating, um, doesn't spend a whole lot of time on social media. And, and I've seen patterns in the past of him liking photos of people he's interested in. He did that with me too. So then you just go, okay, there might be something there. Yep. But... I don't know that you confront the person. Like, I don't know when it turns, like, I don't think you just go, hey, you like liked three of her photos, you liked her, a bikini picture, what's up with that? But right. you might get a hit yeah. off of it. Yeah. And so I think for me, it's mostly just noted and put aside. Yeah. I'm like, okay, noted. Like, yes. it's, not a, it's not a nothing. Yes. But I'm not gonna, it's not like I need to have a fight about it right now. Yeah, like, I mean, what do you do? Because then you kind of sound ridiculous and crazy going, you liked her picture. You're like, and I just liked, a picture you know I mean we can I've done many times where I'm just scrolling and I just tap every photo that comes up because yep. I'm just like cool I'm gonna like photos today yeah, you're trying I to get your engagement up or whatever even pay attention I mean there's people that I know Jeff's asked me he goes oh you follow so-and-so and I'm like I don't know who they are he goes well you follow them and I'm like oh I don't like I must have maybe seen them at an event follow them and then forgot about them but I don't know who they are so I do think there's inadvertent liking but you know if you scroll through someone's profile and they Let's just say you're looking at a girl's profile and every picture your guy likes is like a bikini shot. Like that could make me kind of wonder what's going on. Like, why did you go through and like all of those photos of her? And what is the issue that you have? Or are you looking for affirmation from other women? And so I think that we we shouldn't make a huge deal of it, but we also should not not make a deal of it because it could mean something, but it doesn't mean it does mean something. And that's what I think can be really tricky. Right. And so then like, what do you think about, we've talked about this a little bit, but, and I'm interested to know, obviously, like, I don't know what my boyfriend's saying in the DMs. Like, you don't know what Jeff is saying in DMs. You just trust them. Like, that's part of the trusting, trusting the person you're with. Um, But I know for me, if a guy reaches out and I'm in a committed relationship but I know they're reaching out and like a, what are you doing? Kind of like a seeing what's up phase. I am very aware that anything that I respond can be screenshot and show up somewhere else. So to me, I always ask myself, like not like to censor myself because like this might be screenshot and like showed and like Keith might find out. It's just more like if they're, if I'm saying something that I feel like would be disrespectful to Keith or if he ever end up seeing, I wouldn't want him to see, then I probably shouldn't write that. And I've never felt feel, feel, like felt really compelled. Like there's not been anyone like that. But I think I just hope that most people have that level of um, principle maybe. And I don't know. I mean, so there's that. There's also like, what do you do if you're dating someone and they don't post you on social media? Like you're in a committed relationship mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they have not posted you on social media. Does that mean they're trying to appear single? Yeah. Well, I think, again, that always comes down to how do they use social media? Like, are they people that don't post all the time? Do they, you know, I know Jeff barely posted me and kind of just recently, but he hasn't been posting in like six months, you know, so I wasn't too worried about that or offended by that or anything. But I think it can say something. And I do really think it comes down to just 
noting it. Um, I think we can't make broad assumptions or like push everybody into one box who does something or, or be like, well, my ex did this. So this new person must be doing the same thing, which is really easy to do. Um, there's this little meme that was posted. It says, Bob has a girlfriend. Bob doesn't like other girls' pictures on Instagram. Bob doesn't message other girls on Facebook. Bob is an attention hoarder. Bob still has a girlfriend. Be like Bob. And I laughed and there's there's a bunch of comments on here where people saying like, well, listen, you know, if let's say it's a stick figure Bob, but if Bob wants to like photos, that's not his problem. It's the girl who's insecurity and it's her problem. And I can see both sides. I can see like, well, why should I censor my boyfriend from liking stuff? That's my insecurity. But I also see the other side of like, isn't it a respect for the relationship? For me, I'm not um, continuing to have conversations with guys of the guys of the opposite sex, with members of the opposite sex, um, out of respect, not because there's anything happening there, but just because who knows? I don't know what the intention is. They're just I feel like it's not necessary unless there's a business relationship and something is directly related to business or they were a friend and we know it's a friend and like I've been, you know, Jeff knows who they are and there's like a, there's an inclusion there. That's the only reason I'm going to do it. And it's not because of, I'm trying to worry about his insecurity and I don't think it's his thing to deal with. I think it is our responsibility as well. Like sure people can be insecure and I don't think that's our job to always manage their insecurities. But I do think if you're in a relationship and if you are committed that there's a responsibility for you to kind of give the other person, you don't want to give them reasons to be insecure. I agree. You know, one of the things that, so this is also a conversation we want to have, which is can, you know, people who are, I mean, I guess in this scenario, straight people, um, can they have friends of the opposite sex, you know? And the answer is of course, yes, but it's interesting. So when Jade and I, in our last couple of years of marriage, he had a couple of friends who were women. Some of them were exes of his. Um, and he just didn't really want me to be a part of those friendships. And I would ask like, Hey, can I come and like, you know, meet so-and-so you've talked about them for years. Like there, it sounds like you guys are really good friends. Can I come and meet them? And he would just be like, well, and I, I don't believe that he was sleeping with them, but he would say, well, you know, we're just kind of getting back in touch. So like maybe, and, and then he even at one point got kind of mad and was like, why can't I just have my own friendship separate from our marriage? which at the time was like kind of a good point. I'm like, yeah, like why can't you have separate friendships? But what's interesting about it, it's a couple of months ago, I brought it up to Jade. And I said, remember when you were like this, this, and this, and he goes, I would never do that again. Mm. And I was like, really? And he goes, yeah, I would never do that. He goes, I would never be friends and have a friend who was a woman if my current girlfriend didn't know her and wasn't included in everything and like doesn't need to come with us every time we do something, but I would will not be friends with a woman if my girlfriend is also not friends with the woman. And I was like, that's such, obviously that's such a 180 for him. And I think that that's also the case for me. I don't need to like know all of Keith's girlfriends, but I do need to be included in the conversation of like, Hey, I'm going to have coffee with so-and-so you know, here's who that is. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Like, could I potentially meet them and it not be weird? Yeah. You know, so I think there's, you have to ask yourself if you find yourself, this is always a clue for me. If I'm talking to a dude and I'm not talking about, and I don't bring up that I'm in a relationship at some point that like probably should be brought up. Like I ask myself why, Yeah. like, is, am I curious about this? You know, is there something here? Cause we all know what that feels like, you know, and, and that would just suck if we were in a relationship where the person didn't, we're talking to someone and never brought up you. Yep. 
you know? And so you have to start asking yourself those questions. And I think when you ask them to yourself, you go, okay, here's also what I want for my partner. Yeah. I think it does. If you say like, if you ask if my partner was doing this, how would I feel? Totally. And you're not comfortable with that behavior, then that's behavior you shouldn't be doing as well. Um, you know, when I first started seeing Jeff, so I was single for almost three years. And so I was used to just being hit on and also kind of taking advantage of that fact, right? Like, I hate to say this, but it's freaking true. It's like I was, you could, I could be out with girlfriends and there'd be guys that come over, offer to buy drinks. And I'm like, cool, I know that I'm going to have conversation, get free drinks. Like, doesn't mean I'm going to go home and sleep with them or even exchange numbers, but we're going to have some conversation. And I actually was visiting with my girlfriend. It was literally right after Jeff and I had like had the conversation of like, are we boyfriend and girlfriend now? And so I'm with my girlfriend at a bar and uh, these guys came up and started talking to us. And I was super uncomfortable because I'm going, I don't know how to be now. Like, I guess I'm, in, I'm like in a relationship now and this is super new. And so these guys were talking to us and they were cool and there was not a whole lot of flirting, but I found out one of them lived in Manhattan Beach. And so that's where Jill lives. And I was like, this is really cool. Like we could hang out and I could introduce you. And I'm not thinking about dating this guy at all. Um, But it was, I never mentioned I had a boyfriend. It was a very new thing to me. Yep. And so we're like, hey, let's exchange information. So I pull out my phone and I had a picture of Jeff and I on my screen. And he's like, oh, so you got a boyfriend, huh? And I remember just having this like gross feeling like, uh, I, I do. And like, is this wrong? And I just had this, it, like, because it was so new, I'm just like, I don't know how to, yeah. I don't know how to be now. I don't know how to actually interact with guys now. And, and that was and like now where I'm at, I would just have the conversation and say it, but it was so new. And it was this weird feeling of like, I'm not doing anything wrong, but I kind of feel like I'm doing something wrong. And like his reaction made me feel like, oh, I just did something really wrong. Because in his mind, he was probably thinking like, this was going to be more. And in your mind, it wasn't. Sure. You weren't thinking that. You know, and that's the thing is I think back to this episode of Sex in the City where like, I think, I don't forget who it was. One of the girls was like, like, was like, I should have mentioned that I had a boyfriend to somebody. And then Samantha goes, I mean, but not too soon because sometimes I'm like, you know, someone's like, I have a, I have a girlfriend. And you're like, I just asked if the seat was taken on the subway. Like, so <laughs> yeah. I don't know that you have to like immediately right. mention, you know, so for example, you and I get hit on a lot, like out in public and stuff. And I don't always say like, I'm seeing someone, but if it turns into, can I get your number? Yeah. I always say, I'm actually seeing someone. Yeah. If it's like, Hey, can we do this again? Like what I'm like, or can, can I follow up with you? Or like what I'm always like, actually, I'm seeing somebody. So I don't say it right away the second someone sure. talks to me, but I yeah. do. And it's a practice in just going like, I don't want this, you know? Yeah. And I ask myself, so, so here's another thing that I think is important to talk about. And it's hard because I think we'd be having a lot of different conversation five years ago. I think you and I both have just a different set of principles now, but we have, a, I have a friend who um, is seeing someone and they're in a serious relationship, exclusive relationship. And she met someone else who she's not romantically involved with, but she is interested in the person. And they're talking over text pretty consistently, but nothing flirtatious, nothing romantic, nothing flirtatious. And I asked her, does your boyfriend know about this guy? 
And she was like, no, no, it's like, it's just not like, it's just, you know, he doesn't have the time or he's not interested or whatever. And so I'm like, but there's something there that like, why aren't you bringing it up? Because if it was 100% um, innocent, then like, what's the big deal? And I catch myself in that too. Like, okay, I'm going to tell Keith because like, what's the big deal? It's it's totally innocent. I don't want to be with anyone else. You know, this dude online wants to meet up at Gold's Gym. Cool. I'll meet up and I'm going to tell Keith, you know, because like almost it's it's almost a relief to tell him. Yeah. Because then I don't feel like, because I just couldn't handle like having some sort of secret, whatever regardless of what their their intention is, I want Keith to know that I'm true to him. Yeah. I think it can depend on the relationship too. Maybe some guys don't care. Um, it's, it's interesting. Or some girls maybe don't care if you're having those kind of conversations. I know that uh, kind of, I don't want to say early on, but when, after we had already decided we are together, you know, I had, I'd been dating for a long time. So I had guys like after six months, they reach out out of nowhere. Like I haven't talked to you in a year. They're like, Hey, what's up? And I had asked Jeff, I was like, hey, do you want to know if these guys are reaching out to me? Because I was like, it's nothing. And I'm just kind of telling them like, hey, I'm seeing somebody now. But I'm like, do you even need, do you need me to tell you? And he's like, well, let me think about that for a minute. Because I don't know if I really like, do you need to know about every little message or do you not? Um, but I think it is important to have the conversation and to just, just, and, you know, I'm like, I'll let you know if somebody says something, but also I don't want to bring up stuff to make you worried and jealous that you don't need to be worried and jealous about. So I think there's a lot of things like that. But if I will say this, it's always suspect to me if I was the one reaching out or if he was the one reaching out. So if these dudes reach out to me, that's one thing. Like I have, I have no control over somebody just messaging me out of the blue, like, Hey, I'm thinking about you. But if I start to reach out to guys I used to be dating or like, Hey, how's it going? I feel like that could be taken in a, another way. Like, why are you reaching out to them? Why are you seeing what's up? Right. Because so if th- you're like, why would you? Like, what's what benefit is that? Yeah. Except that you just want to feel wanted. So I think there's a, a big thing of asking yourself, if you find yourself reaching out to exes or just somebody you find it, attra- you find it, you find, you found attractive or like, why are you reaching out to somebody? If you're in a committed relationship, is there something you're looking for? Is it more, you're hoping for more than friends? Is it like, you don't want to admit to yourself, but you're secretly like, what is that about? Well, we've talked a little bit about like those uh, back burner relationships where yeah. you're like, oh, there's like a connection there mm-hmm. maybe. And it's never been voiced, but if I was single and they were single, like maybe it would be a thing. And you kind of just want when you're, especially if you feel like you are, um, not feeling appreciated by the person you're with, or you're feeling, I don't know, you fucking get your period next week. You're feeling insecure. All of those things you do feel like, you know, I definitely just want some affirmation or if the person I'm with isn't giving me what I want, then like you kind of want some affirmation. You know, what would you do if, um, I don't know, what if and this isn't on Jeff, but what if on Jeff's picture, there was a chick leaving like fire emojis. So he wasn't the one doing it to someone else's. See, yeah, this is where it gets tricky too, because it is. So like the guy's reaching out to me, I'm not saying anything. It's not my fault. But at the same time, like if I put my, if I flip it around, put on the other shoes, like if girls are reaching out to him, I'd be like, what the fuck? (laughs) Why are they reaching out to you? Why is she putting fire? So why do they feel like they can reach out to you? Here's what I would do on that. If somebody was making fire emojis on his stuff, like a female, I would like her fo- comment, make sure she knows that I'm watching her, <laughs> probably go to her profile and see if there's any pictures of her in a relationship and then like those, because I've done that. Um, but then I would just be asking him, like, what's up with her? When was the last time you talked would to her? Would you? Yeah. Okay. I would ask, like, who's this chick? What's your status with her? 
when was the last time you talked to her? I would want to know because I'm See, jealous. See, you know, I love that because I wish I was more like that. This is probably like <sighs> Keith and I had maybe been together for like four or five months. And this chick that I was a little bit like that I think he dated a little bit or talked to or something maybe before we did. And like even maybe in the first month or two after we were seeing each other um, posted like uh, like an emoji on a photo that I took of him that he posted. And I just liked the comment. Yeah. But you didn't ask him about her? No, but I wish I did. <laughs> no, I would. I Okay, so truth be told, psycho coming out here. I went through all, like I looked through all of who's following Jeff and all of who he was following, like all the females and like did a little stock. Like, I don't know. I think we all, okay. I think most of us do this. All right. So it's not just me. Yep. Um, but a good majority of them didn't give me any concern. But the few, you know, there's like a couple, you note them in your mind and then you I watch. I mean, do you just, save their photos in your save folder? No, I haven't done that. Did you do that? <laughs> oh, she's blushing. <laughs> So, no, I ha- I didn't do that, but I just note, and then, then I'm, like, noticing, are they liking all of his pictures? Are they commenting on all of his pictures? But here's the thing, he hasn't been posting for a long time, so that was not helping me. I'm like, hey, you need to put some stuff up. But um, You're like, I have more intel to do. Put some more photos up. <laughs> I we need to see some responses. I know. But I, I think we do that. I think we do become super especially maybe going through cheating. I think we become hyper aware of what that looks like. I would say this, I've had, I've seen conversations, people say like, if you, if somebody has a Snapchat, I'm not into you. And I would say that too. Like I have a Snapchat. I don't ever use it except my nieces and nephews sometimes send me stuff. But if a guy had a Snapchat and he was on it a lot, I would be really wondering what he was doing. Like Snapchat would be something like highly suspect. Interesting. Why? Uh, I just have heard too many people like cheating on Snapchat and because it disappears, there's like, you can't prove anything. So there's a lot of things that can be hidden on there. So I would be like, look, if you're talking to somebody, why can't you talk to them on text or on Instagram or something else? Like, why would you need to be on Snapchat? That would make me really suspect. Yeah. Wow. That's one that I would be like. I'm thinking hmm. the wheels are churning hmm. a little bit. Yeah. Snapchat would be one that I would be suspect, especially if they, if I noticed they were on it a lot and not snapping. Like if they weren't doing their own snaps, but they were like on it. I'm like, who are you talking to? Like, why? What are you doing? Why? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's okay. So this is turning into like a little bit of a Nancy Drew, but really I think (laughs) that, um, how do we deal with this stuff? Cause it's technically not cheating. I think that's why everyone can like my friend who's talking to this other guy. I think that's why we can justify it. Mm-hmm. And why other people can justify their behavior because they go, well, it's not technically cheating. But I think you know, even if you don't want to admit it to yourself, you know that there's some door that you're keeping open. And if you're dating someone who you feel like and you just get a hit, like, you know, don't make an assumption. But if you women were intuitive, if you're getting a hit that like I'm with someone who for some reason, he seems like he needs a lot of attention from women. Mm. He needs affirmation from women. You know, even the kind of posts that he's putting on social media, if he's not posting you on social media, if he's, you know, if you're, you guys are out together and he posts everyone else who's at the party, but not you, like, you know, like spans the room and every, like, and cuts it off right before it gets to you. Like, okay, that's probably something just to note. And what I did with Keith was we had a conversation about it because he hadn't posted me. We've been dating like maybe eight months or seven months and he hadn't posted me and I hadn't posted him, by the way, I'd put him on my stories. Um, and I said to him, I said, hey, we're talking about moving in. Because I was like, how come you never post me on social media? And he was like, you know, I just never have. Because he was. He was single for a long time. 
And he goes, I just never have. And I was like, we're talking about moving in together and like we won't post each other on social media. And right after that, he posted. And as soon as he did, then I felt like permission, like I could, you know, I almost like left it to him. So there's some, there is something to me, I know it sounds so silly, like why do I need to be posted on social media to, but I don't know about you, but this is how we check shit. Yeah. Like if we're thinking about, oh, like if, if a dude comes up, we go, oh, let me check in social and see if he's with somebody. Yep. That's what you do. You go to their Instagram profile. So when people say like, what's the big deal if he doesn't post you on social? It's like, that's the big deal. Because that's where people are going to find information out about the person. Yeah. So... The only time I would say that it's not a big deal is if they just don't have it and like they just haven't. Like I did date a few guys who literally don't have Facebook, don't have Instagram. And I loved that. I was like, awesome. For one, they're not looking at my stuff, worrying about it. And for two, I felt like I had nothing to less, well, not nothing to worry about, but less to worry about. But I, I do think if they have it and they're on it and they're using it, then what are they using it for? You know, I think there are so many ways you can use it and... I would say there's probably some statistics somewhere about like how many marriages Facebook has broken up, like people reconnecting and having those conversations and it's starting there. So I think, I think to back to your point about screenshotting a conversation, if you're having a conversation that you would not be comfortable with your significant other looking at, then that's a conversation you either shouldn't be having or you need to look at that relationship and go, is this a relationship I want to be in? Or am I as committed as I'm saying I am? Or like, what is the status of the relationship? So it's fine. If you're like, we're in an open relationship or we're not that serious or we're casual and I'm doing this, I feel good about it. Fine. If your partner understands that, cool. But if your partner is under the understanding that you guys are committed, that you're serious, that you're like working towards something and you're acting in your actions are different than that, then there's something that's off there. And so are you wasting their time when they could be with someone that they want to be with in a committed relationship and you're just taking it less serious? I think sometimes I call it the monkey bar, uh, monkey bar relationships where somebody is like hanging on to one and then they grab another before they let go of the first one. So it's kind of like they're always, they're not necessarily cheating in between relationships, but they're starting the new one before they let go of the old one. And I see that that happens a lot. And I don't, I just don't think that's fair. I think the biggest signal that you're doing that is when you don't mention to the new person that you're dating someone. I remember even for myself. So the, I, don't, I don't know if I shared this. It's kind of ironic, but um, I started having feelings for Jade when I was still with my ex, my boyfriend before Jade. Um, and we were kind of on the outs anyway, but I remember when I met Jade, I never brought up my boyfriend ever one time and he found out through someone else. So it was like, to me, there was, and I knew at the time, I'm like, I asked, I remember my, I was like asking myself, like, why am I not bringing this up? It's because there was something there for me. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the biggest, I don't know, signal of like, okay, like this could potentially go down the rabbit hole of potentially being something more than just dms because in and of itself a dm is fine you know um in and of itself a text message is 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 fine but it can always turn into more and also like emotional cheating yeah right like if you're sharing things with someone else that you have not shared with your partner or you're uh venting to someone else about your partner you should probably bring it up to them too you know, so I think that's where once you start having like connection, emotional connection um, with someone else and you're not having that and it's like this safe kind of illicit space, I think that's that's cheating. That's that is actual cheating. Yeah, I think you're right. 
I think you're right. And I think actually when that kind of stuff happens, those are harder to break off even than the physical cheating. Like it's hard to separate someone when they feel connected in that way. Yep. Um, yeah, I want to know how people feel about just, you know, their partners liking other women's or following other women's pages. And, and also if you're with someone and they have a friend of the opposite sex, if you're in a heterosexual relationship, like, are you cool with that? Does that work for you? How, do Were you included in that? Do you feel safe in that? You know, it's funny, my mom um, and I were just, we were just uh, vacationing together a couple weeks ago and we were talking about a lot of this kind of stuff and my stepdad, who's my mom's second husband and who essentially raised me, um, has a friend. And I said, you know, did you ever feel like jealous of his relationship with so-and-so? And she goes, no, just no. Like yeah, that was, I just always like trusted him or whatever. She goes, honestly, I think he couldn't, he could never live with himself if he cheated. <laughs> I was like, well, that's good. Some yeah. It is hard principle. because sometimes we do have friends of the opposite sex where literally it's like, this is like my brother. I do. Like, this is my sister. Even like Jade's like my brother. It's so much not sexual at all. But I think that's why it is also like the partner knows the person. Did right? you ever reach out to an ex when you were in a relationship? Well, I have reached out to Nate in this relationship uh, for a few different things. You know, logistics and stuff like that. Uh, emotionally, no. I don't think so. I never... <laughs> I never tended to go backwards. <laughs> so I feel like once my relationships were over, they were over. That's why I always think it's so funny when people are like so upset. Like people would be like, uh, is Keith okay with you being friends with Jade? And I'm like, look, we tried to make it work yeah. many times. Yeah. For years we tried to make it work. So like why would it ever start working now? Yeah. It's like, actually interesting too because even with Jeff, um, he feels way less threatened by Nate and I feel less threatened by his ex-wife than the people we dated, dated in the more yet. recent yeah. future or the more recent past, yeah. right? Because I think we both understand that like this, they're, they're our ex for a reason. Yeah. So I think that we're both less jealous of exes than we are of like some people that we had been dating more recently. Uh, so f funny too, actually speaking about like who you follow and who your partners follow. I forgot about this, but when I was back in my bikini days, uh, fitness modeling, and I was posting kind of some sexier photos that now looking back, I'm like, okay, they were a little more sexy than I thought. Uh, my sister-in-law, she reached out to me and told me that she said like, I, sorry, but your, her husband, my brother-in-law, she was like making him unfollow me, even though we're family because of my photos. And she's like, look, it's just, I just don't want him. And he doesn't like, it's just not good for us. And like, I know your family, but just, you know, just think it's not appropriate for him to be following these bikini shots that you're posting. Wow. And I was like, okay. Good for her for being honest. Yeah. And I'm like, at the time I kind of was like, well, that's weird. Like they can't handle it's just, and I know my, my thought process at the time was, I just thought it was like the sport and the aesthetics and I didn't see, but it like, be honest, it like a lot of it was really sexual, like, uh, in not intention, but like the vibe of the photos. But yeah, like even family was just like, sorry, I can't look at your pictures because it's just too much. Or yeah. like, I don't want my husband to be looking at these photos. Yeah, and I, I honestly would not be comfortable if Jeff was following a bunch of like bikini models. Like, why are you looking at, at these people? Like, do you know them personally? If you don't, why are you following these people that you don't know personally? Here's one thing. And like, maybe, this is kind of related. And maybe I need to have this conversation with Keith. I can't believe I'm saying on the podcast, but he still follows a lot of chicks that he met on dating apps mm. that I don't think he's interested in, but just, yeah. or even met ever, yeah. but just, 
And I'm like, what's up with that? That's an interesting one. I remember a guy. I never I, followed anyone I've been on dating app. Yeah, same. I think I followed like two, um, but a lot of them followed me. And I do remember one that I was dating that I would notice every time he posted a photo, he would get a lot of girls' comments. And I know they were all from like either he dated them or he met him on apps or something. And I always thought that was interesting, but also I, he wasn't necessarily following them all back. So I'm like, well, it's not his like... I guess he can't control who comments, but I do find that interesting um, when you continue to follow somebody like you dated and you're not anymore. Um, or or someone you didn't ever even met, but you met on a dating app. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Maybe you're just friends. I don't know. I feel like sometimes you just follow somebody and like the effort to unfollow is just doesn't, unless they show up in your feed that you kind of forget about them. Mm-hmm. So I would say like in my defense, if I've ever... Like if somebody pops up that like I know I I continually I'm continually unfollowing people, so if yeah. people are in my feed and that's like sometimes just people don't show up right so you just forget about them and then they show up and I'm like what is this nonsense why am I following and then I go unfollow right. but if they don't show up I just kind of out of sight out of mind like oh totally. I mean there's many people I follow I'm like oh I didn't even know I followed them like right. who knows why or when or whatever like I don't even know who that is I'm following like two thousand people so a good majority I don't even know why. Um, so, yeah, I think yeah. that may not necessarily be an issue, but it could be, you know, I think all of it, like we said, I think all of it could be noted. Does it, You don't have to make anything of it, but it is something to consider and to consider for yourself. Like if you're following all the guys you've ever dated, why are you continuing to follow them? If you're now in a committed relationship, in a relationship. yeah, if you're not follow away, it's juicy. Actually, if you are follow away, do whatever you want, live your life, but just Ask yourself just have some awareness about what you're doing. And that's the thing is I think sometimes we get in the place of like, and I I do this with myself too. Like if Keith likes photos, I'm like, okay, but I also like photos of dudes that have their shirt off, you know? And I know for me, it's not because I'm interested in them. It's like, uh, they're my friend or whatever. And so, you know, I think there's some grace there. And at the same time, you don't want to be hyper vigilant and you don't want to be so insecure all the time. So I think pay attention, like, like notice it. But I think try to also at the same time, trust who you're with and trust their actions. And if they show up and they're like, they're so great with you. That's the thing is like, again, women, we're intuitive. Like we know, we know, even if something is like weird happening online or has happened, like, how are they with you in person? Like, that's kind of all you have to really go on is like what they say when their actions and like if they've never given you any reason in person to your face to question their intentions and like that's all you can really do even if something else is going on you still what are you going to like nancy drew it and like drudge up and stuff? no it'll come out eventually if there is something going yeah. on but i think for for you and for your sanity at least this is for me like i'm just focusing on how how he is with me yep and to that point being super hyper hyper vigilant and insecure is super unattractive I think somebody being that way, then they feel like they constantly have to be giving you affirmation and it's not enough and you can never do enough for someone who's needing affirmation. So working on your own self-confidence and working on your own, like, you know what, if he's liking other girls and that's what he wants, then shit, I don't want that Uh, dude. Yeah. Then I don't want him. Like in a way, you're kind of like, you need to have that line in the sand. Yeah. 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 You're not just at the mercy of it. Like you have a say too. Yep. Yeah, I'd be curious about your all stories if you guys have had like little Everyone things like has that. Everyone has stories. Yes. Conversations. Maybe you got caught up in something that you didn't 
uh, think was going anywhere and it did, um, we'd love to hear it. And like, do you consider it cheating? Where, what, where do you draw the line on cheating? Is it the conversation? Is it an emotional connection? Is it physicality? So let us know. We are in a private Facebook group. We'd love to have these conversations in there. It is at thebestlifepodcast.com. And we love your guys' interaction in there. We love when you share these uh, episodes with friends, bring new people in. We adore you all. Thank you for the recent reviews. And if you haven't left a review, please do. We love reading them. And uh, it helps other people who are looking for podcasts to listen to, what kind of stuff we put out. And they get to know if it's good or not. Yep. Love it. Thank you guys so much. And we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.